Hey Wolves, it's Lotus all over here with another episode of Matcha Moments of the Creative Mind. And I am currently with my puppy, so if you hear some footsteps and jingling, that's legend. And he has no respect for the fact that I'm recording a podcast, but it doesn't matter. Um, welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm so excited to be back. I took a week off. I was in DR. I just wanted to really enjoy the space um, that I was in, but best believe I was still creating because I'm a creative and I have so much to bring back to you. So let's get into it. This episode is all about personal development as a creative because it is crucial that we continue to personally develop ourselves just as much as we are creatively developing ourselves. And, um, Let's get into matcha because matcha is life. I want to talk about the process of matcha because I realized that I've never really spoken about it. I find it fascinating too because matcha is not just, you know, tea leaves and you put it in hot water and then boom, you have tea. Like there's a delicate process to creating the matcha that we know and love. And I want to go over it with you. So first, a matcha... Um, matcha stands for powdered tea. So it comes from a green leaf tea. This is the same green leaf tea that creates green tea, black tea, oolong tea. Um, so this tea can be used. It's, it's a multi-purpose tea, right? But to get matcha, which I believe is like the, the creme de la creme of tea, uh, it has to first spend weeks in the shade to help elevate the chlorophyll, which gives it its taste and its color, right? And then they only take the top leaves, so they're going to take the best of the best, and they handpick it. So there's that human interaction. Then they lightly steam it, they air dry them, they de-stem them, and then they slowly stone ground until it gets into that beautiful powder that I'm completely obsessed with. And I was just thinking about the process of it. I'm like, wow, you know, there's a lot of like development before this tea becomes the tea that I drink. And it made me think about the process of being a creative and putting our work out into the world and, you know, the steps we need to take. You know, it's not just we have an idea and then boom, it's here. It's also like in between that, like working on yourself, right? Like the process of making matcha tea is considered, um, I guess, lack of a better word, holy. There's a, it's called ceremonial because there's this intention in creating the tea. It's not creating it for mass production and because we need money. It's creating it so you get that maximum benefit at the end, which is to sip on something so refreshing and amazing that is nurturing the mind, body, and soul and bringing people together. And, I mean, how much more creative does it get, right? So I wanted to talk about the creative process of matcha to tie in with the personal development of a creative It's just like so crucial that we take all the steps necessary. And I think a lot of times we forget that we have to develop ourselves personally. Um, As a business owner, it's a little different because personal development is kind of like like shoved down your throat if you're focusing on business solely. But if you consider yourself to be more of just a creative or an artist or an influencer, like you have to develop yourself personally. You need to be affirming yourself. You need to be reading or listening to audiobooks. You need to be working out, you know, stretching your body, moving your body, creating flow, creating um flexibility in your life. And those are all ways to personally develop. So I came up with a game plan. You know, I love to make self-care easy and efficient, especially for my creatives um, and my wolves out there. So we're going to utilize the CPR method that I created, which is create, praise, and recover to come up with the ultimate personal development 
plan as a creative for a creative by a creative so let's get into it first you want to create a filter so what i mean by filter is literally being hella choosy about what it is that you're going to allow into your um your mindset so one thing you can do is stop watching the news i know that there are some creators that still watch it if you really are consciously looking at a news cycle, there might be like one happy moment throughout it all. But usually it's about death, um, about violence, about crime. And like, we already know that this is happening in the world, unfortunately. Like, you don't need to um, spiritually paralyze yourself by watching this continuously every single morning. And a lot of us will wake up and the first thing we do is watch the news. So the first thing you do, the first 15 to 20 minutes when you wake up are super crucial in your life because that's when you are like at your ultimate peak of soaking up shit like like literally soaking things in so if you first are waking up to the news of like hurricane here and this person was shot and stabbed there and oh no a drought's coming like you're filling your body up with that there's no wonder why you may not be having your best days or why you feel defeated at the end of the day or burnt out or you're more liable to get burnt out because you're not protecting your mind. You don't need to do that. I found through, I haven't watched the news cycle in years. I don't even own a TV. And that's how real it is for me because I'm super protective of, over what I put in my mind because I have suffered from bipolar 2 disorder and anxiety and depression. And I know how sensitive I am to information, especially information that makes me feel like there's no hope. And I think that that's very synonymous with the news. And this is not a, I'm against a news tirade. If it's good news, soak it all in. If it's bad news, what is the point? Life is already hard. Let's not make it harder. Um, so I don't even watch the news. And I find that if I really need to know about something, I know about it. Whether it's via social media or like a friend will let me know or a family member. Otherwise, I don't need to know. And when it does come to me, I'm usually feeling really fortified. And we're going to get into that because the second part of the creating a filter besides having no news um, is having a time frame for bad news. And I got this from Les Brown, who's an amazing motivational speaker. Tim Ferriss speaks about this, too. Um, they have a time frame for receiving shit, <laughs> which I think is awesome. So for Les Brown, it's between 10 a.m. and 12 p.m. For him, that's the time where he's most fortified. That's after he's done his morning CPR method. That's after he's really um, taken care of himself, nourished his mind, his body, his spirit. And then he, his team knows, hey, if something terrible has happened the night before, do not tell me before I go to sleep. Because I'm not trying to go to sleep with this weight on my consciousness. Let me know from this time frame and this time frame. If it happens after this time frame, let me know the next day. Because he's like, it's bad news. So it's like, it's not like I can really do anything about it. The best that I can do is take care of myself and put myself first and make sure that I'm at my optimal best to receive that news so I can properly handle it and deal and cope with it without taking a thousand steps back in my progress. And Tim Ferriss speaks about it. He's the author of The 4-Hour Work Week, which is an amazing book on how to be efficient as a creative. Um, he speaks about just having, I think, a two-hour window to check emails every day. 
And he was like, that's it. Like, it's really simple because he doesn't want to be ran by his business or his creativity. He wants to run his creativity and his business. So having time frames for these things are crucial. And I've been practicing them for a while and I absolutely love it. My life has become way more peaceful because, yeah, during the time frame, I let people know, like, afternoon is when you can hit me up because the entire morning is straight for Lotus. It's for me to lounge, for me to create, for me to praise, for me to recover, for me to do all the things that I need to do to feel my best. And then after I feel at a space of overflow, then I will start taking in calls. Then I will start doing discovery calls. There are a few people that I allow to um, reach me in my morning process. And that's simply because they add more to my life. Otherwise, after 12 and sometimes after 1, you got me. And I'm available all the way up until like 10 p.m. And then... Uh, is back to me because this is my life and I'm living it for me and I want to make sure that I'm doing my best so you want to make sure that no news right have a time frame for bad news and really only focus on the things that make you feel good you know um for me the way that I do this is I filter my timeline I only, if you look through my timeline on any given day, I don't even, I'm not on Facebook anymore because I found it to be a little too overwhelming and hard to control um, as a filter. But on Instagram, I absolutely adore it because all you see are just amazing women of color changing the world, healing the world, healing themselves, putting themselves first, loving on themselves. Um, <clears throat> really awesome beauty tricks and stuff like that. A lot of things on herbalism and magic. And it makes me feel good. I can look at my post and feel happy. It's very rare when I'm looking at a post and I'm feeling hurt or sad or disgusted or angered because these emotions, I don't need to trigger within me. They're going to naturally happen. It's a part of life. I'm not saying these things to avoid them. I'm saying don't add on to what's already going to happen, especially because we're trying to reprogram ourselves from feeling like we need to take on all the terrible things in the world. Like, let me hear more bad news so it can fuel me so I can be motivated. Like, there's a difference between being motivated and inspired. And I always choose to be inspired because I feel like there's something uplifting about that. Inspired action means that you're going to really be able to finish this because it's inspired. It's of God, the universe, source, whoever you resonate with. And it's that energy coming down through you and then causing movement forward. As opposed to being motivated by an outside source because you want change, you want change now. Like, that can lead to burnout. And for most people, it does because motivation has a timestamp. It doesn't last forever. You know, inspired action is continual, especially if you're waking up every day and renewing your connection to source, which is CPR method. You will be able to maintain inspired action and really create something wonderful um, instead. So that's what you want to do in the beginning of building your personal development plan. Create a filter. Then we're going to praise to fortify your desires so you guys already know how I feel about praise. That's joy-infused gratitude. That's gratitude at its highest level, and we need more of it. I don't know a lot of people that praise. They are they make it synonymous with church, and that's beautiful if that works for you, but don't let that deter you. You know, praise is really just being so joyous in the gratitude you have for living that it's euphoric almost. No, not even almost. It is euphoric. You just feel incredible. Like this surge of goodness is rushing through your body and you are in alignment because you know that everything's working out in your favor. Everything is going well and that you will succeed. That's how you know you're in alignment because those are all universal truths. 
that's the reason why you're here. But we get so detached because we're not filtering, right? And we're just allowing a whole bunch of bullshit to just come into our mindset and F things up. So you really want to praise to fortify your desires. This means tapping into the magic of gratitude. Find ways to be grateful in that moment, okay? Find ways. Like, I honestly get real, real simple with it. I'll wake up every morning and be like, yo, thank you. I'm so grateful that I'm alive. Or I'm so grateful that I have these mornings to myself that I can personally develop myself. You know, I'm so grateful that I can listen to this YouTube channel that I love. I'm so grateful that I can listen to Les Brown on audio. I'm so grateful that I can, you know, have access to these books. And it sounds simple, but it's like people don't have these experiences. These are luxuries that we're able to have on a day-to-day basis. Having your phone in the world at your fingertips, having phone service to receive it, having Wi-Fi to receive it. Um, These are all luxuries that we're given. You know, these are all reasons to be grateful, you know, and when you really think about the joy that comes from it, right? So if you're listening to an amazing audio and how good you feel afterward and how aligned you feel, that's joy. Focus on those things, whether you write it out, whether you just say it to yourself or you acknowledge it, or maybe you want to do an accountability on social media so you can share it with the world. Find a way to tap into the magic of gratitude to fortify your desires. Because let me tell you something, as a creative, we are super sensitive to the world and how the world receives our work because this is our life purpose to create and then to express that creation. You have to be strong and not strong in the sense of like, oh, take on on a whole bunch of stuff and like, you know, pretend it doesn't phase you. No, like be in alignment so that these things that are being thrown at you don't even reach your vibration because you're just on a completely different level. And if they do, you're able to look at it as a lesson it is and not be overwhelmed by it, not be um, depressed by it or anxious by it. You'll be able to sit there and be like, oh, okay, the reason why you even made it to, into my vibration and I can even witness you is because there's a lesson to be learned or there's healing to be done or there's unraveling to be, to be, to be had. You know, I need to unlearn something so that I can come back to my truth. Look, and you get to look at it that way. Praise, gratitude, that helps you to do that. That is that secret sauce. Another thing you can do is sound healing. Sound healing is a great way to praise because it affects you on a cellular level. It creates healing on a cellular level to let go of the bad energy, we'll say. Let that be released and neutralized into the world so that way you can just take on the positive vibrations. And there's tons of sound healings. I am actually currently curating a sound healing playlist, one that I use for myself. I have one for healing me with health because I was diagnosed with lupus and rheumatoid arthritis, so I use that to help me um, heal through flares. I also have one for like rearranging the mindset and one for when I go to sleep. So I'm blending it together for us to put it out there in the near future. Um, but you can go to YouTube and type in sound healing and get a whole bunch of data and beta and alpha waves um, and put in your headphones and just vibe out for 10 to 20 minutes and see how amazing you feel. See how much clearer you're thinking, especially you do this while sipping matcha. <laughs> Talk about a great day. Another way you can praise is through hypnosis. I actually have an app that I use and it's filled with me affirming myself and I play it um, at night to hypnotize myself to go to sleep. So I literally go to sleep listening to myself being in a state of praise and it helps so much. The app is called Think Up and it is available on um, the Google Play Store and iTunes. 
um, the Apple Store. So you definitely want to go and check that out too. Um, there are affirm affirming affirmation apps that help you go to sleep and these are all ways to reprogram the subconscious mind to tap into the power of gratitude while you're resting so you could wake up feeling amazing as well so again praise to fortify your desires tap into the magic of gratitude by utilizing sound healing utilizing hypnosis or just being accountable and witnessing the amazing miracles that happen in your day-to-day and posting it on social media if that's more your flow Last but not least is recover from your fear because all fear is is false evidence appearing real. I know we've heard this. I know it sounds super trendy and cool, but it's true. It's just false evidence and it appears real and then it gives us this low feeling and then we're back in, you know, this cycle of feeling defeated and hopeless and not developing ourselves personally and actually staying away from it because it feels like we're more comfortable in being in the pain than we are in being in the stretching sensation that is personal development. So you want to obviously love on yourself. Take time to love on yourself. Give yourself a hug. Talk to yourself in the mirror and tell yourself how amazing you are, how incredible you are. Become <clears throat> become faithful through empowerment. Again, this is just empowering yourself. Reminding yourself of what you've gone through and that you're here now. And if you're going through something, knowing that you're about to get out on the other side, even if you don't feel like it. Sometimes it feels like you're lying to yourself when you're affirming and you're saying all these positive things to yourself. But really what you're doing is doing the work. Even when you don't want to, you're showing up for yourself and you're empowering yourself and you are telling your subconscious mind, get rid of these negative thoughts and replace it with these instead because I'm going to win by any means necessary. So you really want to make sure that you take the time out to love on yourself, take care of yourself. And I would also say, you know, something that I do to help me recover from my fears, I have a God box. I have one on my phone as an app, and then I have one that I made. And I write down my worries, and I put them in the God box. And for me, it could be your universe box, your source box. Again, don't get tripped up on the word, whatever resonates with you. And I utilize my God box. I'll write down like, you know, dear God. And I speak about it as if it's already been handled um, because I'm heavily into manifesting. Um, But if you're not there yet, that's totally fine. Just write down your worry. It can be, you know, dear God, I'm really afraid that I'm not going to be able to, you know, afford this bill or go on this trip or do X, Y, Z in a time frame that I need. And it's, it's affecting my energy. And... I know that I'm co-creating with you, that I'm not alone in this, so I'm going to give this to you. And you fold it up, you put it in a box, and then you leave it there. You leave it alone. And I can't express to you the type of relief you feel when you can just write it out and give it away to God, source, energy, love, Allah, um, Yehwah, whoever you believe in, and like know that this heavy, magnificent, brilliant intelligent energy is going to take care of this for you like you no longer have to deal with that it is the best way to recover from a fear so definitely create yourself a a god box i used an old shoe box i put some glitter on it some stickers had a, a good time with my inner baby girl and created it and i just put them in there 
Um, and on the app, I don't know if the app is still available, but it's called Godbox. And on the app, it gives you like a little note that you can type up and you send it away. And when it's been resolved, if you can remember on the app, you can look back and you can press that it's been resolved. And that's an amazing way to show yourself too how faith works. You gave it to God and then it was handled and you're able to see it. Sometimes what I'll do is maybe for like a significant day, maybe my birthday or I'll pick a day um, out of the month to go to my God box and read through them and see which ones have been handled. And then the ones that have been handled, I write thank you, thank you, thank you on it. I hold it, I cherish it for a moment, and then I get rid of that energy. Um, and the ones that haven't been handled yet, put it back in the God box. Because at the end of the day, I'm still witnessing growth. I'm still seeing that something was handled at this point in time. And that is amazing for me to witness. So I want to share that with you because it's a great way to recover from your fears. Now, let's get into that matcha mantra for the week. I am actively working on healing myself because personal development at its core is just healing yourself. It's just helping you to unlearn. A lot of times we think that we're learning from these amazing motivators and speakers um, and inspirational leaders, but they're just telling us truths that resonate with something that's already been a part of us. That's all that's happening. So I really want us to be conscious of that. So utilize this matcha mantra for this week. I am actively working on healing myself. Claim that over your life. When you're having a moment of overwhelm or you're having a moment of like dysfunction or you're just in a really bad energy, tell yourself, I'm actively working on healing myself. That does not mean that it's always joyous and happy, but it does mean that I'm always moving forward. And take that with you for this week because you deserve it. I've really been witnessing a lot of creatives um, feel overwhelmed during this time frame, and I wanted to figure out a way to help them through the overwhelm, because I know what it feels like to be overwhelmed. I know what it feels like to feel like the entire world's on your shoulders, and you don't know which way to turn. You don't know if you're making the right decisions, and you're losing everything, um, or honestly and spiritually you're releasing things whether you want to or not but you're making space for the goodness in your life and that feeling of loss is not always easy but when you are personally developing yourself when you are actively working on healing yourself when these emotions happen when these experiences occur you're able to look at them for what they are their lessons there that means that you're growing and you can look at them and have some sense of like peace about it and they're like, all right, you know what, <laughs> I just lost this job, or, you know, my phone's not working, or, you know, I'm not in a relationship anymore, but I'm making space for what I truly desire, as opposed to freaking out because you lost these things that are so familiar to you that you think that they belong to you for the rest of your life. So take that matcha mantra with you. I am actively working on healing myself. Let it resonate. Say it every day. And yeah, we'll talk soon. Make sure you're following me on Instagram at Lotus La Loba. That's L-O-T-U-S-L-A-L-O-B-A on Instagram. You can find out all the great things that I'm doing on there, you know, to find out more about my healing sprays, my intention sprays, um, the Instagram TV, new episodes will be coming out soon. Um, my speaking engagement when the next vibe session is, all of that is on my Instagram account. That is my hub right now. So go there, check it out. 
hit me up, sign the DMs, let me know how this episode resonated with you, what did you learn from it, what resonated, what did you like, tell me everything, leave a comment below, share, subscribe, please share and subscribe, I really want to get Lobaland up in the charts, I already see it there, so now I just got to bring it there, okay? So we can let other wolves find ways to be efficient in their self-care as a creative. So we can continue to give our passion to the world without burning ourselves out and embracing that glow up that we all deserve. And I will talk to you next week. Bye, wolves.